All right, shot time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. All right, I will uh, – this is not exactly verbatim, but it's about the, the – just the text I got at about 1035, 1040 on Friday night, uh, addressed really to Chris Shine, but through me, from our buddy uh, Mike D, who's a degenerate. Uh, the, the D in Mike D is now officially for degenerate. Um, and he said, is Shime worried yet? Question mark. I assume that was right after the lightning beat the avalanche three, two. Uh, it is now going to game six. The series is not over yet. And one, are you worried? And two, since we talked about hedging all, all, pro- all podcasts yesterday, what is the Shime hedge now that the lightning are, are one way from time this thing forcing game seven? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not worried. I like here's the thing Colorado yes they lost but they had a million opportunities last night like there were a couple pucks that got by Vasilevsky and just didn't get in the net you know a little puck luck that but there's a puck, puck, that off, puck that skips off of Vasilevsky's right blocker and instead of kicking right if that kicks left that's in the net and it's a goal like and uh there were a couple also one-on-ones that the Colorado just didn't capitalize on I'm not worried Colorado is the better team Vasilevsky is still not playing great Kemper let up a softy, an sure absolute softy. Sure did. So I, uh, I am not, I'm not scared. I'm not worried. Colorado's going to win this uh, in Tampa Bay. Could go to overtime. That might be the fun bet to make in Game Six. Is that the game goes to overtime? Um, but I, I think Colorado can can lock this up on the road. All right, that's the fun bet. But you mentioned yesterday, if it got to this point, that you think about betting Tampa. Uh, as a hedge here, or is that not the hedge? Because you have it, so people that don't know, uh, you have it, Colorado, but they have to win the series by two games. So if they lose tomorrow, you lose tomorrow. That's it, right? Yep. Yes, that is correct. So um, what do you think? I, again, this is a lean, not a lock, although we, we're not de- we're not definite for a podcast tomorrow, so you might want to go on the record now, given that we both have some issues uh, family-wise tomorrow. So what are you thinking, you know, uh 36 hours out from having to decide what you're going to do. You have a big bet on Colorado minus one and a half goals. Uh, what are you thinking right now? Right one now I'm thinking, I I'm thinking I, I want to just play the total. I'm thinking I just want to go under five and a half. I know I don't, I I'm thinking I want to stick with my guys. I don't want to quite double down, but I want to ride with my guys to win in one and a half. Um, I, I, and I don't want to hedge this. I don't, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to win game six. I don't think they should have won game five. So to me, I, I, I am confident in Colorado. I'm confident in how they're playing. I think they're, they're not, they don't look slow. They don't look bad. It, they just got unlucky last night. You hit, I mean, the, the guy shot it on Vasilevsky's five hole, went right through the five hole and just missed the net. Like it's, <laughs> It's just certain things like that where I'm like, okay, like Colorado was in it the whole time. I don't think they should have lost that game. But the the thing that I have noticed is that lately these games are closer. These games are a little low score. The last back-to-back games, it's been three to two, three to two. Right now, the over-under sits at five and a half, and the under is plus 105. So I'm actually leaning under 105. I'm probably, I I think I'm going to lock that in as my bet for game six is under under five and a half. At plus 105. Um, and I'm just going to ride with my Colorado minus one and a half in the series. 
I, I, so my question, so if you text me this, I'm just going to ask, so why the under? Because you're, you're putting yourself in a spot where, like, I guess you can win the under, which would help offset some of it. But if it's an under and Tampa wins, your series bet is dead. So I'm just I'm trying I'm trying to walk through so that so there's no hedging. No, no, no. So I'm I'm playing game six like uh, my Colorado one minus one and a half bet is like a a separate bet. I am just I'm riding with that bet. I'm I'm just playing it completely. This is nothing to do with hedging. This is just simply uh, analysis on game six. That's why I'm going under. I'm not I'm not taking that one minus one and a half bet into account at all here. Uh, I am just playing that separately. I'm not going to touch that, and I'm not going to make another bet that influence is influenced by that bet. I am not going to be a desperate gambler here and be like, I have to hedge or I'm going to double down. I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to take my analysis specifically on game six and make a bet according to that. With the theory being there was nothing you saw in game five that made you change your opinion about Colorado in game six, kind of a puck luck game. The puck luck game five. A hundred percent. Yes, exactly. All right. So you're going to be on the under, what's the total? Five and a half, you said? Five and a half. Yep. Okay. That's the official shine bet. Anything else you're interested in for game five? Nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna go under five and a half uh, in the game, and that's it. I am just gonna sit back and watch. I'll have my under five and a half. I have my series bet. I'm just gonna sit and enjoy, and that's it. Call it a day. What time is the game on Sunday night? Uh, that game is at eight p.m. Uh, do you have a backup producer set for Monday morning in the Red Hill show <laughs> in case uh, things no, do not go your way? Well, Ken Laird's hosting, so uh, he can always fill in. <laughs> oh, he can do all the jobs. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ken, Ken, Ken had to. I heard Ken produce for like six hours last Saturday. Like just out of nowhere, did weekend shows all day. Did so he really? Like, oh, Jesus. I did hear that. All right. So, so you're not shaking. So to Mike D, Mike Degenerate, there, there's no scared. I'm replying no. to your text via podcast. None. There's no scared in Chris Shine's voice. You're still very confident in the Avalanche to win this thing. Yeah, the Avalanche are the better team. I think they could have won game five. Uh, and they've showed prior to that they are the better team in the series. And so I'm going to continue to ride with the Colorado Avalanche. All right, you're riding on the Avalanche. Uh, the Red Sox are playing the Indians. Oh, I'm sorry, Indians. Sorry, Guardians. The G- yeah, no I words, Mutt. No I words. Oh, I heard. I heard our friend Joe Castiglione say the I word a couple of times last oh, night. Oh, jeez. I mean, when when you call their games back in the day, and you probably called ten thousand uh, I word games, it's going to take a while to say Guardians. So sure. I totally understand. Uh, they won last night. Good win by them. Uh, on the on the record pick, Trevor Story, that was a cash. Yep. Uh, on the off the record pick, Cal Quantrill under 17 and a half outs, that was also a cash. So yeah. 2 and 0, technically. Well, 1 and 0, technically 2 and 0 overall. For me. Yeah, I uh, I missed on uh, Pavetta strikeouts. I had I had the right idea. Betting on Pavetta was the right move. He went seven innings. Unfortunately, I, I talked myself out of the innings bet and went with the strikeouts bet and probably should have gone with the innings bet. It is what it is. That's going to happen sometimes. Pavetta was still good. Like he was very good in that game. Uh, he's part of the reason the Red Sox won. So um, I I'm, I'm glad I I identified the right person to bet on. I just picked the wrong way to do it. So. The one bet I wanted to play, this is a tough game tonight, Shine. You know, Shane Bieber is a very good pitcher uh, for the Guardians. Uh, Josh Minkowski has pitched well, but not against good teams. So immediately looking at the numbers, like if I was doing the pregame show today, I would tell you that if you look at the batter versus pitchers numbers, uh, Rafael Devers is really, really, really good against Shane Bieber. I was surprised by the batter pitcher stats. Now, first of all, the Red Sox hit 386 against Bieber. Uh, that's helped by Rafael Devers, three for eight lifetime with two home runs. And so me, I thought, well, it's an easy bet for me. I'm going to take over one and a half total bases uh, for Rafael Devers. It's minus 110. There are very few times I look at total base bets 
and it's like a minus number for somebody who uh, I got not even somebody like Devers, but a minus number. There's only a couple guys in the lineup on both teams. Like there's one player for the uh, Guardians, one player for the Red Sox. That's a minus number. But for me, uh, the two things that stand out, and it's minus 110, but I still like it. Rafael Devers, over one and a half total base. Actually, I like the Red Sox run line tonight. Um, I don't bet a lot of run line bets, but I feel like the Red Sox run line, plus one and a half against Shane Bieber, I'm willing to do that because they have such good numbers against Bieber lifetime. Over 1,000 OPS against him. Four career home runs, two by Devers, one by JBJ, one by Bogarts. Um, they've hit this guy as a team. So... I think on the record, I'm going to sw- I'm going to say officially, give me the Red Sox plus the one and a half in the run line. But if you're building same game parlays like I'll be doing in the great state of Connecticut, where they offer uh, legalized wagering, uh, I'm going to be using for sure Devers and the run line as part of the same game parlay. Yeah, so uh, I think we have the same approach to this, right? We know we understand the Red Sox hit Shane Bieber well, so I'm actually going to go with Shane Bieber hits allowed over five and a half. That way I get the entirety of the Red Sox team. I don't necessarily focus on one batter. Um, and and I, I don't necessarily, because I think there's, I mean, there's always the chance the Red Sox strand runners on base. So I'm actually going to go with the over five and a half uh, on hits allowed by Shane Bieber. That's also at minus 110. All right. So we got, there's three bets there, basically. Uh, and again, I, I, they're not a uh, sponsor, but if you go on DK, they're offering, you know, basically cast back anything. You do as far as same game parlays for like 10 bucks or more. Um, so there's an opportunity there for the Red Sox today uh, to get involved. Uh, yeah, this would be a fun run. So a good win for them last night against a good team. Finally, they played some really bad teams. Chime. You and I have talked about it to see them play well against good teams. That'll be huge in the next month. Huge. Yeah, I, I think that'll be massive. Uh, and actually, uh, you mentioned that they've been playing a lot of bad teams. We've bet on the Red Sox a lot as of yeah. late because they've played on bad teams. Uh, they were actually talking about that on the Ken and Curtis show. No Curtis. Instead, it was Bradfoe. Bradfoe and Ken. Uh, they were talking about you in particular. Uh, not be- quite believing in this Red Sox team just yet. Oh, I but don't yet, believe yet. No, no, yet, no, 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 no. But no, betting no. on them a ton against bad opponents because that's smart betting. Uh, yeah, I, I don't believe in them yet. Rob called them a World Series contender. It was like the dumbest thing he said on the air, and he said a lot of dumb things. Like, they're, <laughs> with, if they acquire a closer, they're a World Series contender. They literally played, you know, uh, a month worth of games against teams that aren't going to be close to the playoffs. So, Rob, it's Rob's prerogative to be wrong. He's wrong a lot, which is fine. Yep. So, uh, I, I want to wait and see. He's calling them a World Series contender now with the addition of a closer. Uh, I'm going to wait until August 2nd or 3rd to make that call. Yeah, I, I want to I wait through the month of July. I want to see how they do against this giant stretch of good opponents they're going to have. Uh, and then then I'll have a better idea of how they're going to do season long. Uh, all right, so we are in the midst of round three at the Travelers. And yes. you dealt with it yesterday, Shime. You dealt with the, oh, pure, the pure agony of betting golf. Because you had Roy McIlroy. He was looking good. And he goes, quad double on the back nine and all of a sudden has no real shot at winning the tournament. <laughs> I, I almost lost my mind. I almost lost my mind. He was 12 under. Mike. Yep. Nope. I lied. 13 under 13 under any quad bogeys quad. What are we doing? <laughs> like you are absolutely lighting it up. I don't even quad bogey on holes that often anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, Rory? 
I, I was I was I was counting some dough. I was like, okay, awesome. I have a Rory top five bet. That looks really good. I have Rory in a couple DraftKings lineups. That's looking really, really good. And then everything went to complete and utter baloney. It was uh it was it's devastating because he's he was playing so well. Yeah. He had bogeyed twice so far through like 27 holes. He had bogeyed three times or twice in the entire tournament in 27 holes, and he was 12 under and then just loses it. And I just oh god almighty. Yeah, welcome to golf betting. I mean, you, you I had a similar situation with me for Mito Pereira, who I bet to win outright. Yep. And was awful on Thursday. At one point, was 130th in the field. He birdied three of the last five holes, got it to three over. Thought, well, maybe if he makes a miracle run, he can make the cut. And he makes the miracle run. He's five under through 12 holes. And then he bogeys four of the last five and doesn't make the cut. And I, I have multiple DraftKings teams, all with five of six, thanks to Mito. One of which includes Conrad Schindler, who Who's nobody has. It up. Nobody has because he's Hannibal's guy. Who made the cut? He's like two or three under on Saturday already. He's two under through six already. Like it's it's unbelievable. He's six under on the tournament. Like I, yeah. he that that top twenty bet for on Conrad Schindler might cash no problem. It's looking okay. good again. I, I'm gonna looking I'm gonna ask what you just said. You're saying this <laughs> incoming quad bogey. This. You're, incoming this is quad what you did last week. This is what you did last Saturday. We're like, well, should I head for Joel Damon? I'm like, well, it's still only Saturday morning, Chris. You've got. You got to you got to realize Ugh. almost nothing matters till Sunday. Get your yeah. guys in position, and then be excited Sunday afternoon. You're 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 getting premature golf uh, excitement. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm e just getting excited. PGE premature golf excitement. You're you're a neophyte. Better you're gonna learn. You're gonna you get your heart broken. So don't 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 do this. Don't do this. Yeah, I uh, don't worry. I'm not placing any bets today. I'm not going up to New Hampshire. Just letting what I have ride, and then we'll uh, address it all tomorrow. Yeah, so my Mito bet is dead. Uh, we got some Brian Harmon top 20, which is nothing. Uh, Conrad Schindler top 40, which, I mean, was was a decent price. Oh, we have uh, Hank. Hank, We have Hank as well for top Hank 20. Hank Lebiota, yep. Who's in the Four mix. Uh, and I will say, yes. added today to my card, uh, again, it's tough to get to a state like Connecticut where they offer the legalized betting and not have some bets that I wasn't going to play. So I uh, end up playing Brandon Steele to finish top 20. It's minus 110. But if you look at his stats, his stats the first two rounds, he was the second best golfer in the field, third best golfer in the field, uh, tee to green. So I okay. want guys who can hit off the tee. The one thing he's not doing is putting. He's 70th in the field right now. If he hits a couple of putts, he'll be top 20. He's third in sh uh, shots gained a tee to green. He's uh, first in shots gains around the green. He's 20th in approach. Like he's he is uh, really really doing really well except for putting. He's 70th. So. I made a Brandon Steele bet at minus 110 to finish top 20. He's just outside of right now. But if he just puts a little bit shine, that'll be a cash to cover the Mito bets, which are dead. He just couldn't make the cut. I'd also like to make it a note. I haven't bet on him at all. I don't know if you have either. Uh, but the uh, the local kid, Thorn, uh, was it Thor Bjornsson? Isn't, uh, isn't he the local uh, college kid, the amateur, playing in the uh, the Travelers this week? He played in the, PG, or the, uh, the U.S. Open last week. Uh, he's now playing in the um, Travelers this week. Well, seven seven under. under. He's top 20. Seven right under. Now. Yeah, he's playing great. So good good for him. I haven't placed any bets on him. I don't know if you have, but good for him. Local. No, not not a nickel. A good story. Uh, but again, this up. the Travelers set up for people to score. Uh, Paul, Paul Bajon, the French Frenchie, is 500 today. 
through 17. So there'll be a lot of scores today. Conrad Schindler's two under through six now, like you said, six under, tied for 22nd. He is in the mix. And again, if you want to read, uh, Ryan Hannibal's doing this thing where he's walking around. He walked the entire course yesterday with his dad. Uh, Conrad's dad as he made the cut. This guy who qualified on Monday, made the tournament, is now his top 22 uh, awesome. heading into Saturday afternoon. Ryan Hannibal on Twitter or BetMGM. Uh, really cool stuff. What a good story for Hannibal, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. He picked the right guy to, to follow around this weekend. And uh, Schindler's having a great weekend. So I hope that continues for him. Uh, anything else, Chris Scheim, as you prepare for, I'm sure, some is it golf? Saturday afternoon golf today? Uh, no, I got a lot of cleaning to do around the house today. Today is a uh, a, a cleaning day, you know, and a bit of a summer cleaning, if you will. Um, and then tomorrow, tomorrow's the golf day. All right. So uh, you're listening to us now on Saturday. We ask you to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if the audio is a little bit different, I'm doing this from remote location in the state of Connecticut on a cell phone with Wi-Fi. So, Scheim, you said it sounds okay on your end. Yeah, you sound great. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Odyssey app, and Spotify. I saw Robert California on Twitter, one of the DJs who uh, listens. We certainly appreciate everyone who listens to the show, whether they tweet or not. But he mentioned the Odyssey app was having some issues. Uh, I would suggest checking out iTunes or Spotify, Sean, because we're across all three, correct? Absolutely. Just about anywhere you can get your favorite podcasts, we are available. Um, and Spotify works tremendously. So does Apple Podcasts. So those are two easy, easy places to get us. And you can just hit subscribe, and it'll just end up right in your mailbox every single uh, day when we post the episode and you can listen to it right away. So tomorrow's episode right now, folks, uh, is very much up in the air based on some timing issues on our end. Um, there's only a Red Sox game. I'm not saying only Red Sox game. There's a Red Sox game. Uh, there's no NHL. There's no NFL. Uh, there is some PGA tour. We will tweet out anything we want to add to our card. If we don't do a podcast time, is that possible? Like if you, if yeah. you had some props to, uh, any baseball stuff today or, 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 or the hockey's tomorrow. Correct? Yes. Hockey is tomorrow night. Early. So if you had any props to the hockey, you'll add it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll tweet it out. Just like I did, uh, we, we talked about the other day when Jeter Downs was making his debut. The props weren't out yet. So what happened? I tweeted it out when they did come out. It didn't hit, but I still tweeted it out. We'll do the exact same thing tomorrow. If there's anything we like, either of us, we'll make sure to tweet it out uh, from the BetQL account. Retweet it from our own account, so we'll be good to go. BetQL Boston is the account. And again, I'm not saying we're not going to do one, but we're working on the timing right now. And as we're recording this, we want to get this one out and figure out tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. So Shime is going to be on the under uh, for the Stanley Cup Finals Game 6. we get some Red Sox bets in there. Well, and I'll give you a bonus pick if we get out, Shime. How about Ooh, this? okay. Tonight is the Ohio Derby, which is a race for uh, three-year-old horses that have been on the Kentucky Derby Trail. It's a grade three race. There's a horse in there, the number five horse, White Abario. He's 7-2 to on the morning line. That is my mutt pick to click for horse racing. I've done a lot of horse picks go. recently. White Abario, 7-2. to two. First time Lasix, Safi Joseph, the trainer, Tyler Gaffley on the jockey, the number five Ohio Derby at about what 545 tonight or so uh, at Thistle Downs there outside of Cleveland. Give me White Abario at seven to two on top. There you go. And uh, I I would be remiss not to mention tonight is also College World Series game one. Yes. We are Ole Miss fans tonight. Dan yep. the Mozzarella Man, good luck with that futures bet. Do we, uh, we are rooting for Ole Miss. I, I have not gotten an update. Um, so I'm not sure what his play was, but we discussed it yesterday on the pod for those who didn't, didn't hear it, please go back and give it a listen because, uh, I think it was a great way to approach hedging bets, especially futures bets and big futures bets at that. So, um, so yeah, so we are Ole Miss fans tonight. Uh, we certainly are at about seven ten tonight, sit down, uh, good luck, Dan, the mozzarella man and go old miss shine. Great stuff, buddy. We may or may not talk tomorrow. Either way. Good luck with uh, your Stanley cup at Bell. Thanks, bud. I'll talk to you later. See ya.